This is the Detroit is Different Podcast Network, the culture of an American classic city. Here Goes 313 Salon is where you need to go to get the love, care, and attention needed to grow and fashion your natural hair. Call 313-320-7890. You're listening to the My Hair is Natural podcast on the Detroit is Different Podcast Network. Welcome to My Natural Hair Podcast. I'm Markeisha. I'm LaDonna Sounds. And, and we're Hair Goes 313, located 16824 Kershaw Avenue, Gross Point, Michigan. You can also hit us up on hairgoals313 at gmail.com, um, Instagram, and Facebook underneath H A I R G A G O A L S 313. She's doing a respect thing again. <laughs> we got a special guest today. My sister's visiting from Fort Wayne, Indiana, celebrating her birthday. Happy birthday. What it do, Detroit? <laughs> Okay, so today we're going to be talking about um, natural hair advice. When, how? Oh, it's more so listening to your hair. Thank you. And what is listening to your hair mean? Mm-hmm. It was a topic that Ladonna brought up closing out last week's episode on advice to take and to leave when it comes to natural hair. So listening when to your hair. When not to listen. <laughs> That's last week was like was on natural hair advice, when, how, and when not to listen yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. to the advice of somebody. And then this, is to, this week is going to be talking about what is listening to your hair, what is your hair saying, right. and listening to your hair. So um, you want to start off, Miss? Um, well, let, let, let me, uh, like, I guess this is more like the comedic flavor of it all. Okay. So if your voice had a hair... If your if your hair had a voice, <laughs> whose voice is it? Whose voice do you hear when you listen to your hair? And it may be a couple different voices. Markeisha, yeah. who, whose voice do you hear? Um, sure, yeah, it's a lot. It's like a that. Is it Tina that. Turner? <laughs> is it Shaka Khan? Who is? It, it depends on what it's going through. Um, just like. Wild when it's needs done or needs some oil, like I always hear in the back of my mind, like, girl, quit playing. Put some oil. You need a retwist. It's dry. So who whose Who's voice, voice is that? that I, don't, I hear my voice. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I hear my voice, but I'm just <laughs> thinking, like, if I was to think about it in some things, when my hair is rough, it might be the old Dirty V voice or something. <laughs> to really get your attention. Good old big baby Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Young Osiris. Rest um, in peace. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. You hear you hear um grandma mama. Okay, that's yeah. yeah. Or like the guy when you talk about hair. Okay, so the other the, the comedian that comes to my head when it comes to the hair is the guy watching um Deaf Comedy Jam. And the person's hair was really dry. He kept talking about a guy that was kept spraying the hair, and he kept making the sounds like shh, It was trying to remind of us of the days when uh, we had jerry curls and we had to keep moisturizing. So he kept doing it. It was just like the joke. So I guess whenever I see somebody hair dry, I think it's uh, Anthony Wayne, J. Anthony. Mm. J. Anthony Brown. I think it's him that did mm-hmm. that stand up, and um, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think of him with that dry part. And then I guess the soul glow, that's mm-hmm. a comedic thing. The movie mm-hmm. is not really a voice, but, 
You yeah. know, the fact that uh, he had spots on everything yeah. he said on, and the fact that they had the soul glow and, you know, that, that look again. Yeah, when I put too much aura on my hair, I, I hear that soul glow. Like, <coughs> oily. So, so listening to your hair beyond the voice, how are you listening to your hair? What can it say? Um, how are you paying attention? Um, I can say that sometimes, you know, you're not having enough hydration in your body. Um, I can look at my hair and I just feel like it's like standing out, like it's like reaching for <laughs> some nurturing. Yeah. So it's like, you know, that's when you start seeing the, the frizz. The frizz. So I think the frizz is like, I think our hair is very much like plants mm -hmm. and uh, your flowers. So you know when your flowers is dehydrating and everything, you think they're about to die and then you nurture them with the water and then they start to lift up. Mm -hmm. Or they might be trying to get as much as they can because they're not getting it, like a mm -hmm. plant that's... I had a plant on my back porch where the sun was going a certain way, and it's a plant that, uh, that kind of opens like a mushroom, so all areas should be, uh, um, it should be flowered, but it started to point towards the sun, so it started to have like, um, if I can give you a visual, a man with a for forward um, afro, so it was going to the sun because it wasn't Taco getting that. Taco neck, as they say. <laughs> What'd you say? Taco neck. You don't remember those commercials? <laughs> No. Like leaning to the side. <laughs> he had the hair, it, like the plant was trying to go to the, so I'm thinking that that's when my hair, um, it started to, it looks, it, it doesn't reflect, well, our hair don't reflect the, the sheen, but mine does, it's just not as shiny, like a silky hair. It's like, so once I put moisture in my hair and then I put a little oil, it just seemed like it just curls and the, the sh you know, it does what it do. Mm -hmm. You could just tell like, thank you, thank you, I yeah. feel moisturized. And, Markeisha, yes. listening to your hair, what, what is that? Um, listening to my hair means that you I, you, I still have to do, even though I'm starting on this log journey, I still have to moisturize it. Um, you can tell if it's itchy, your scalp needs cleansed. Um, if you hear it. It, it makes a sound, too, when it's dry, like, you know, when you hit it against, like, your pillow or something, like, ooh, it's dry, you know, you shouldn't really hear it too much. Um, and just how it feels. Sometimes you can feel your hair and be like, I need to add something to it, or I need it washed. Uh, now, throughout the day, as you talk about, like, going to sleep, but, mm -hmm. like, fresh out the shower, pre-shower, are, are there different things and signs you're looking for as your day progresses, uh, even through rest itself, like when you wake up or yes. before you sleep, are you listening for different signs? Um, um, I just, it's just a routine, um, uh, listening to the signs. Yeah, when I go to sleep, I notice that I wake up in the morning, I drink my water, and I also, you know, make sure I put my hair up, but I want the mist of the shower and the steam to get, I want to open my pores up. So that's something that I'm into doing. Like, uh, I try to treat my hair as the same as I do my skin. Mm -hmm. So my skin, it needs to have their pores um, open. I need to touch my hair every day. So I'm not really that person that doesn't have any contact with it. So I nurture my skin and my hair the same. So can you talk a little bit about that process? Because the people listening definitely want to learn what that's like. So when you okay. say shower, so when putting up, yeah. explain like step by step so what you're doing. I, I have shoulder length hair. Um, and so I don't want my hair soaking wet when I get into the tub in the shower. So I put my hair up and what Markeisha would call for her washing uh, a pineapple or a ponytail. Mm -hmm. High pony. So I'm not really putting um, 
a shower cap on my hair at all because I kind of want the mist of the steam and of the shower to get on my body and open up my scalp hairs. So then once I'm finished with that and I take my shower, I have a amino acid spray that's made with aloe vera juice and it has some natural oils in it. So my whole thing is, um, like I said, I drink my water with this mist and you can make something like this on your own at home. But it's uh, you misting your hair, so it's not really wetting it. And then that's, then I would um, I would just put an oil through it, you know, like put a um, some oil through it, and that's kind of like a leave-in conditioner. So my hair is getting all these nutrients is going right into my skin, into my scalp. So I'm getting amino acids or uh, these uh, natural uh, vitamins and stuff going right into my hair and all the products that I use on my skin is kind of like the same thing. They're all made out of coconut and I can do both even if I want to wash my hair with that same product I use my body. But yeah, that's the whole thing is about the key of making, okay, so I'm in the shower. Uh, when I get out the shower, I let my hair down after I, you know, do my moisturization on my body, then I do my hair. So, and it's important, especially when you have locks because you can get, uh, any lint or just it's it's you know you want to make sure you run your hands through your hair so I do that every day. Now your the 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 makeup of what you said for your mist you said amino acids and juices. What well, juices, it's an aloe vera juice with a blend of some oil. Do, do you buy that or do you make that? Well, actually, um, I actually uh, I get I buy it from Zeresh. Um, okay. I use her. I sell her products at my salon, so and I use the. So the rest is my, my overall what is the What's the name of that product? It's called Silk Mist, and they come in 16 different scents. Um, they're all made out of essential oils, um, all the scents are, but everything is made with an aloe vera juice, and it has uh, oils in it, but not heavy oils, so the oils go into the hair and the scalp, and it makes the hair uh, soft, and it makes your skin soft, so you can spread it on your skin and your body, and it's just like... And your hair. And yeah. your hair, yeah. So, uh, that that mist that you have, that you get from her, like when you say spray, because spray, I know I'm getting real technical and practical here, yes. but like, are you like dousing it on? Yes, yeah, so just like what I'm saying about kinda... a mist, it's like being, it's, I'm sorry, um, it's like um, being outside, and uh, you have a misty rain versus okay. a rainy rain, so yeah. in a um, way, when you're walking in a misty rain, it's not, unless you have your straight, if you, you know, if you, you straightened your hair, especially if you just did the natural, you, you know, you don't have perm, but you, you did a good press, that might, <laughs> that might swell your hair. But at the end of the day, it's bringing moisture to the hair and bringing the hair back to its natural state, if that happens. But that misty rain is um, something that I can walk through and find, and I, I think all of us could. Or if you've been to Vegas and it's very hot out there, most of the places when you're hanging out, they have natural mist all over there because it's so hot in Vegas. So you're not, it's not that type of mist that gets you mad. Like, did you wet my hair? Like, it's not that. Okay. Yeah. So when you talk about this mist, it's like, this is definitely like the guy version of it. Mm -hmm. So like, if a guy has locks and he wants to try this product, if he misses like three days and it, so do you try to double down if uh, mm -mm. if you miss a day or you just kind of got to stick to the process? No, I just think that it's, a, um, like I said, it's um, like your skin. I try to tell my clients because I think people think with natural hair, you, you don't need to do anything to it. You don't have to do much to it, but it's important for you to just give it something. You know, mm -hmm. like you, you don't let your flowers just sit there unless you're like our hair is not succulents you're just not gonna let it it needs nurturing it needs it so you know we get things to feed our hair from the inside but we still got to do things topical as well so 
I say your lips. Like, do you just leave the house and with crusty lips? And then when your lips crusty, do you just put, do you just go straight and put the, the uh, chapstick? Because I'm going to use chapstick because that's the consistency that everybody knows. That's a waxy thing. You know, even if you use Vaseline, you put Vaseline on some cracked dry skin, it's just going to hurt. It's going to be... <laughs> Y'all had that when you was going to school, cracked lips, you didn't bring nothing, then somebody throw some something on your lips. So I'll tell you that if you yeah. moisturize yourself first. Up. And when I, if my lips is cracked, most of the time, I'm, I'm gonna lick my lips first and then put something if I don't have anything. But it's good for you to moisturize before you add oil. Even with our hair, oils just sit on top of your hair if you don't open the pores and close it so it can come in. So the whole key of misting the hair is moisture. And when you put oil over that, it's the seal in the moisture. So okay. even when I use my, um, my facial products, I wash my face. So you using soap, it's gonna pull out you know, impurities. Or if you're using the moisturizing conditioning thing, it's still gonna pull out things. So when you wash your face and rinse it with water, you have to add something to cover it. Like you're gonna have your, um, your your uh, your lotion or your shea butter or whatever you use on your face, and then you add your makeup. Putting makeup on ashy face, that's like, mm -hmm. you know, so going to work, I mean, going and not doing anything in your hair is you're making it ashy. Right. And then after you do it for three or four days, then you're going to scratch it and now it's going to be chappy. And then it's going to be like, my, my hair sketch is dry and it's itchy, and I don't know what you did or I didn't, I didn't do anything, I, you know, within a month. You need to be doing something, something to your hair. And mm -hmm. I'm always, we always give consultations when we're doing a client hair. If I'm rinsing it, I'm going to talk about what I see. Oh, so what did you use? Uh, what is this waxy thing? You know, well, I don't know. I don't do nothing but what you tell me. You want to, everything I do, it drinks into the hair. You know, like, so, yeah, that's, um, it's important for you to listen to your hair and do your hair like you do your skin. Mm -hmm. And so that, and even with guys, you know, and I'm, I'm glad that guys are um, doing more things with their skin and their hair and they have products that's out here like that. And then we also have beard care. So all of that, like guys that's wearing beards, same thing. You still, you got to listen to you your do beard. Yeah. You, you, I'm, I'm not, you're not going to have a beard and rub that scratchy sh stuff on me. You know, like you're going to have to love on your beard. And it has moisturizing shampoos and things for your face for that. Yeah. And you can use that daily. And um, it's oils that you can put on your face. And that's why we're so into having three-in-ones in a product. We, is, if you can't use it on your face, or oh, this is just for my body, then it's not. What's in that? Because it's still your body. Right. It's, your body is a, a big organ. So, again, yeah, that hair is a big organ, too. And that's close to your brain, y'all. So you want to make sure you love on that and make sure it's softened. And Markeisha, same question for you. Your wake up, what's your hair telling you? What's your pre-shower routine? What are you doing? What's, what's your get down as you're going through your locking journey? Nah. Every, when I take a shower, I do cover it up. And then when I'm done taking the shower, I take the shower cap off and um, while the water's off and I just let the mist penetrate into my, my hair, the steam. Um, I also tell my clients they could do that too, to um, re-moisturize their hair or get some moisture back in the hair because the number one uh, moisture is water. Um, then after I do that, I'll take some 
of this, the um, Zeresh uh, silk, silk mist, and I'll spray my hair and maybe add a little um, oil to it. And I do this every day. I don't go a day without doing it just because I am in the locking um, phase and I want to make sure my locks are moisturized and not dry because that could really affect how your hair locks. Um, then when I go to sleep, I might spray my hair two to three times a day, and that's just me. Like, every time I'm like, okay, let me spray it, you know. Um, it's like just, a freshener up Yeah, it's just like a freshener, like, you yeah. know. And it makes you feel good. So, um, we have a lot of troubles with the crown area being sore. And sometimes when it's sore, that helps also to spray it and then put some oil right there and kind of massage it a little bit. So listening to your crown area being sore, mm -hmm. what is, what's your hair saying if that happens? That's something that we really need to do a lot of research, research on, um, more research, because the crown area, um, that's a sensitive area in everybody's hair. Um, all of my clients have that same area, and um, I think that's what the soft spot. Yeah, that's what the soft spot was when we were a baby. Well, when you does that part? Because I, you know, haven't had any children, but the soft spot is what is that connected to in a baby? Is that is is the umbilical? Is the cord? Huh? Like as I remember, even when we was younger, they always said watch that certain spot. Yeah. And but the baby come, the head comes out. Normally, it comes out first. Yes. So I don't know that. But um, oh, you know the information. Okay. It's it's like yeah. the information. Um, you know our hair is electric. Um, we're electric people, and when it's I an, get it's an antenna. It's an antenna. Yeah, and yeah. the thing is, okay, so yeah, we have clients that have different tender uh, points in their uh, brain or, or in their um, in their uh, scalp. So, so again, remember when I, we was talking about that's a amazing that's. Every we have um, nerve endings at every point. We have nerve endings in our eyes where you can look in, in your eyes and see spots in somewhere, and it's connected to an organ, and that would be where you know you might need to look at. So the same thing with the brain. I mean, with the um, scalp. So Dr. Africa have this book called The African Holistic Health, and that could be a start of a study that you can look into where he broke the. The, um, the the hair, the, uh, the scalp into six different sections. And if you have a, a, a point where the, each section is like, um, say we're gonna use each section spelling out black, so the B section, the A section, the L section, the C section of the hair is connected to an organ or something where you're deficient at. So sometimes when I see uh, people having hair loss in a certain area, I will pull that book out and then say, you know, give a snap out and see where you can go to your doctor and ask them, could they check these certain things because that's connected to that. Like if you look at your hands or if you're breaking out, I have I broke out on a part of my, um, I had eczema come out on a certain part of my hand. I looked up that part on the, in the Dr. Africa book um, on my hand and that chart kind of covered the liver area, which means that I may need to be doing some work on cleansing the liver or something like that. So. This holistic life is pretty cool, um, and it connects you to things where you can find a magic where you can happen and use these herbs. So, um, so that's why we're saying like listening to your hair. Like if it get dry in a certain area, if you're losing hair in a certain area, or um, we have clients that have the new. I'm sorry, Marquisha, I forget the one when you have braids and 
you traction uh, alopecia traction alopecia so sometimes when you put too much uh, pressure or something on a certain area your hair will fall out in that area because you're pulling too much on me and you're pulling me out of socket so I can't and then you putting products in it that that's cl clogging me and avoiding me to grow back out so that's why it's important for us to make sure we're using things that's not clogging our pores or even eating things that's clogging things to get to your heart so we're trying to live a clogless free right. life and we want to make sure that we um, treat our crown every day you want to give I give my feet my hands my mouth my, my whole body attention at a time especially when you're giving yourself baths and you want to rub on your body and make sure when you're doing that you're opening and you want to make sure everything is flowing and circulation is good I notice that if I lose circulation in my hands it's like oh you you know, your finger's getting cold, but you're working. That mm -hmm. means, you know, you're losing circulation in your hand. You got to find out what that's about. Mm -hmm. So it's just paying attention and right. listening to your hair and your body. Right. Um, that's some very, poor, very important because we, sometimes we set things to us, uh, to the side and be like, oh, okay. But it is every, everything that happens to you, either it's your hair being dry, your fingers getting numb, um, Feet getting cold. Feet getting cold. There's certain things that you need to um, look into to to avoid any further damage to your body. Products. What kind of products are? Um... So yeah, it's um it's a lot of products out right now that you can use. Um, I used to use uh, Carol's daughter as a leave-in conditioner, mist mist leave-in conditioner. Mm -hmm. So when I speak of leave-in conditioners, um. When I, um, I'm not speaking of the creamy ones, and I think the creamier ones, and I don't mean creamy, meaning that they don't drink in, because we have a leave-in conditioner that we use at my salon um, at Hair Goals 313 um, by Zeresh called Leave Me In Conditioner that's like a made with amino acids, and it's like hair food, so it actually mm -hmm. drinks into the hair. So that's something that you wouldn't have to use every day. But um, that's something that probably you can use when you, uh, after a wash, after your full wash, mm -hmm. uh, you can use a, a, a creamy leave-in conditioner that you can keep in your hair um, or the detangler or something like that. But going forward, the misting part is leave-in conditioner. So I did like Carol's daughter. She has a vanilla, black vanilla, and she has another scent that I used to use. And then you can uh, buy your own oils. I like working with uh, avocado and grapeseed. It's a lot of different oils. You want to read into what works for you or not, you know, or what's, uh, what's good for you or not. But those are the kind of go-tos for me. I kind of think that they're nurturing. And then on top of that, for people that have nut allergies, it kind of sway us away from that crowd where, you know, seeds is what we're dealing with. So you will have to know or let us know that you're uh, allergic to avocado or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, I know Markeisha has a couple of um, products that you like to use at um, Sally's. Yeah, I like um, the As I Am um, leave-in conditioner. Um, and like LaDonna said, that's something that you could use freshly washed. Um, and That's the more creamier one? That's not the messier one? It's kind of, it's, 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 it's thin. It's, it's thin. A, and, I, and I really like thin leave-in conditioners because they really absorb into the hair. Mm -hmm. I find a lot of thicker um, leave-in conditioners, they don't penetrate into the hair. Um, so oh, real quick about mm -hmm. the thick one, um, Markeisha. So what I did notice that when I did use the Leave Me In uh, Zeresh um, 
uh, Leave Me In Conditioner, mm -hmm. um, I just found out, and some things we gotta realize, though, so what Markeisha is saying is really key. If it's creamy, maybe you might need to use less. I think sometimes yeah. you get the cream and you wanna saturate mm -hmm. your hair with this creamy, and then, it, and then you oversaturate it, so it's almost like, you're smothering it with grease, and now it's not gonna accept anything until you strip it again. You're just doing too much, right. and it won't accept any other product right. for you to do something. So maybe I found that using the um, the leave me in, you use the cap full. You have to use just the cap yes, full for the, and for the whole head. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, oh, I misused it myself on that point. So that's another thing we gotta learn. But and that could be another thing to pay attention when to listen to your hair is when products don't absorb into your hair correctly you could have a product buildup um, on top of your hair shaft. So you would need to do a, um, a, like a detoxing cleanser, something with a sulfate in it to strip everything out your hair and start all over. What is the charcoal? Is that also part of a detox? Or yeah, it just... detox the hair um, follicle and the scalp. And then the carbon. Yeah, it does the same thing. Okay, so those are the new things that's coming in. So some, um, uh, we have a, a deep conditioner that we use at the... Uh, salon as well uh, and it has those uh, things and so you might find it and it looks like it's clayish or mm -hmm. gray but those are uh, detox and um, deep conditioners and you want to make sure you thoroughly thoroughly rinse those out yeah. because that could still because it's such a deep conditioning and it has olive oils and butters mm -hmm. and you know a lot of those things that you got to make sure you really really and you, um, you're taking it, and you know, also, I know a lot of people are into using very, very hot water. I was that girl. Mm -hmm. So I want y'all to understand that when you do use steam or you're in a steamer, that is opening up the pores. So if you are at the sauna and you, you're washing your hair and you're in a steam room and you want to get some love on your locks, I used to use that as a steamer. Like, we have steaming services at Hair Ghost 313. You know, you guys could check us out with that. But I would use the steam, I would use the steam room and I would take my, um, uh, my oils and put it in my hair while I'm in the steam room. Then when you come out and it's cool, your, your, um, your, your, it closes the pores and therefore it holds all the nutrients and it goes right to the hair shaft and it's doing what it's supposed to do. So make sure you know that warm means opening. And so when I rinse some people here and they be like, oh, that's a little, I try to warn them that I'm gonna do a lukewarm mm -hmm. situation because I wanna rinse everything out, but make sure that it seals mm -hmm. in so hot water sometimes just take a, it's, it, it counteracts for what it's yeah. supposed to do. It might go back to drying it or making more drier. So you want to do that. And even in the shower for yourself, you know, you do hot and cold situations. So you can um, have hot and then you cool and you hot and you cool. Mm -hmm. So you make sure when you're last washed, you're, um, you know, you're moisturizing to your body. You do the cooling thing. Same to, thing as your body. It'll hold all the moisture for you. And... In reference to this, if someone's preparing for their appointment, knowing that you all wash their hair and everything, should they pre-wash before they come? What, what's your, what no. do you suggest? I'd rather I, not. Mm -hmm. um, I just suggest um, having your hair um, taken down out of any style, twists, braids, um, and detangled a little bit. I'm not saying go through your whole head. I will. I would love it. I have a client that she detangles her whole head. She doesn't wash it, but she makes sure all the tangles are out, and that makes her appointment much quicker. So um, washing, no. Unless a client wants to, you know, I, I'm not going to disagree, but we're always going to go back in and wash the hair. Yeah. yeah, I like to be, like, I really like to wash the hair because I think it's important for me to know if we touching it, we get to know what, 
we need to do to your mm -hmm. hair. So if you coming to us, I you know. I'd rather t to use our products and know what's going on with right. your hair. And then if I'm dealing with it, then that's when we was telling you earlier that the conversation that we have. And even when my clients do good, like I'm like, oh my God, what kind of conditioner have you been using? And because even if she's been leaving, having a leave-in conditioner and doing that, the reason why they don't have to do that, like any, like we didn't have to wash our hair before we went to the person because we did certain things to keep our hair up before we go back to our stylist anyway. We just ready to get our perm or our cut or our color. Mm -hmm. So when they come to us, it's the same thing. So I'm either just feeling it like, oh my God, what's this waxy stuff? Let's talk about it. That's not what we're gonna use. Or give me a picture of that. Let me see what's in it. And then I know Markeisha, she'll say if it has silicone or she knows all of those, that language of things that stop her hair because she deals with more of a loose care hair. So looser hair, you can you can kind of get rid of stuff, but mm -hmm. with locks, I try to be strict with it. That's why Markeisha, when she's starting her locks, she don't do product that she used to use when she did the wash and go because you want to have light, fluffy locks and you want it to, you don't want to have anything to stick on your hair and be waxy. So that's why we use oils and things to drink into the hair so you can have spongy light. Your locks should never be able to whip somebody. <laughs> I mean, well, yes, it can. I mean, you can, you can whip with your locks. I'm sorry. You can whip your... I'm just, but I'm just but, saying, you don't yeah. want to... Uh, it, it shouldn't be rocky or heavy or hard, mm -hmm. you know? So if you was to come over my... Here, you can touch my locks. You can squeeze, and you'll feel like, oh, this is a sm nice... Uh, it feels good. So anybody else's, you, if it's hard, you know. They got product build up. And that's yeah. the same thing with your skin. If you got hard, crusty skin, you're, you're not using the right products. Right. Um, so a lot of us, uh, that's melanated needs more. Or I don't think it has to do with that. I think you have dry, oily. So you have different levels of skin. Some people just have dry skin. Some people could suck up shea butter like it's nothing or a coconut oil or something like that, or some, some things can make you flaky. So still kind of like listening and knowing your skin and knowing what, what you can take on. Right. I agree. I agree. All right. So that brings us closer to a close. And we're going to talk about some new shows coming up. But definitely thank the people for listening. It's yes. a good journey. Um, as I'm in, I've been in effect almost like the whole episode now, but you all have added to the Detroit is Different podcast network. Listeners everywhere. I know Philly is listening big time. So okay, people in Philly, Philly shout out to Philly. Philly. DC is listening. New York is listening. Um, that East Coast love is coming. Okay. Uh, oh my but remember, we are in Detroit. Come out to Detroit Sip any Sunday. And we're going to focus more on this as a producer is soon to come for you guys. We're going to talk about that. We're looking for a producer to join the efforts of the Hair Goes 313 movement. Oh my, my Natural Hair Podcast is coming. Okay. Well, yes, I'd like to thank the listeners for hanging out. And if anything, just shout us out on uh, Facebook, Instagram. Um, where else? Yeah, uh, that's it. Facebook, Gmail, Instagram, Gmail. Gmail. Yeah, yeah. hairghost 313 at gmail.com. Any ideas, any questions, anything you want to add to the show, right. uh, just let us know. And then we might be uh, also adding some of the people that we like. Um, hopefully, where well, you already met Zeresh, you can check back um, with Maya. Mia, um, um with, at the African World Festival, mm -hmm. she talked about the products that we sell mm -hmm. of hers and hanging out at Detroit Sip. Right. So, um, thank you. Look forward to seeing y'all soon and thanks again for the support. All right. See you next Sunday at 2 p.m. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Remember to like, 
Share, subscribe, and always listen on Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Store, and Spotify. This is the Detroit is Different Podcast Network, the culture of an American classic city.